Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 206 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we conclude this week's study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. Studying uh, for July the 25th to July the 31st uh, in the book of Esther. And now uh, we've reached chapter 7 and this really is the end of the main story of the book of Esther uh, where there is the second banquet that they're going to have, the second day of the banquet of wine. Um, The king asks again, uh, what is it that shall be granted thee? And he asks again to half the kingdom. Uh, And in verse 4, Esther reveals, For we are sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be slain and to perish. But if we had been sold for bondmen and bondwomen, I had held my tongue, although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. Uh, So basically, they're sold to be killed. Even if they were going to be held into captivity, she would have not said anything, but they are going to be killed. Uh, And the king is um, angry about this. Uh, and asks who it was, and in verse 6, Esther reveals that it was Haman. Now in verse 7, the king rises, it says, uh, from the banquet of wine in his wrath, and went to the palace garden. Um, The king is angry about this, and decides to hang Haman on the gallows, uh, which he had built for Mordecai. So this is obviously the clear fall which happens with the pride that we were talking about, Um, and the king's wrath is pacified. But to conclude this um, kind of experience, because that is the end of the main story that we know, uh, there's a couple of things that we need to uh, address here. Firstly, uh, that it wasn't as straightforward as the king um, recounting or removing the the decree that had gone forward to have the day where the Jews would be killed. um, Because in those days, a decree that was signed by the seal of the king couldn't be revoked, even by the king himself. So he sends another decree that the Jews can basically protect themselves. And this does halt a a number of aggressions that would have happened toward the Jews. Unfortunately, it doesn't halt all of them. And there is a, in in the start of chapter nine, a bit of a a battle that happens. Um, But the Jews are protected um, overall. And what I want to focus on here is at the end of chapter nine, the Jews uh, establish a feast. Uh, And this feast, the purpose of the feast is to remind them uh, of what happened with Esther and um, Haman and this decree that the king had had sent forth. Um, And it's to to help them remember the important things that have happened to them in their lives. So at the end of chapter 9, we have a lot of recounting of the key details of the story. And then, in verse 27 uh, and 28, it says... The Jews ordained and took upon them and their seed and upon all such as joined themselves unto them, so as it should not fail that they would keep these two days according to their writing and according to their appointed time every year, and that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation, every family, every province and every city, and that these days of Purim should not fail from under the, from among the Jews, nor the memorial of them perish from their seed." So this, these two days are set aside as feast days to, remem- to remind them of the events that took place with Esther uh, and to sh- remember the great faith and trust that Esther had shown. Again, the Lord isn't mentioned here, but to the Lord that they had fasted to, who preserved them in this very difficult time. And this festival, uh, Purim, is, is recognised today. 
Um, it's something which you can look up and you can find the dates for. For example, uh, the next uh, festival of Purim or Feast of Purim uh, is, takes place on the 6th of March and the 7th of March in 2023 next year. Uh, and it is a lesser Jewish festival. So it's not, you know, one of the main um, kind of festivals in Judaism, such as the Passover and things like that. However, it is still something that is held today uh, that is a recognition and a celebration of the Jewish deliverance uh, as told in the book of Esther. The name Purim comes from lots. If you look at the Hebrew uh, root of the word, it refers to casting lots. Um, <clears throat> and this relates to how Haman um, cast lots to choose which day of the month uh, would be the day of the Jewish massacre. Um, but again, um, it didn't take place. And so it is a reminder on those days instead of how they were saved rather than um, they were lost. And again, as with many experiences and stories and accounts that we read are in the scriptures, it comes down to salvation. It comes down to the Lord saving his people from what seems like uh, unavoidable destruction um, from, an, from an adversary. And when you actually kind of sit and think about this, uh, it is almost like a journey through the plan of salvation, the book of Esther. We have Esther um, being chosen to go into the king's court, selected, foreordained perhaps, uh, to go and do that work. And so you could see that as a kind of a pre-mortal experience going into mortality. Um, you then see Esther going to the king and, and revealing the... the um, plan of destruction that the adversary or Haman lays into place and then that salvation is granted by the king um, in this instance and again that can be related to our king of kings and lord of lords uh, you know there is some very subtle links to um, other gospel principles in this story which when we consider them uh, we learn a lot more from as well so it's um, you know this book is full of so many fantastic messages and it isn't just a nice little story about a, a, a queen who lived in a land far far away who saved her people um so it's been great to study this this week uh, and this now obviously brings us to the end of this account uh, in verse in chapter 10 we see um the ending being that mordecai stands next to ahasuerus in, in power and might so again thinking back to the the plan of salvation ties and links we have here. Of course, after this life in, in post-mortality, um, we will become like our Heavenly Father. We can become like him uh, in his in His power over time through the eternities. Uh, that is what he desires us to be. And that is what happens at the end of this book of Esther to Mordecai. Uh, so it is, again, just some fantastic parallels uh, with, this, with the plan of salvation found in Esther, which I thought was quite interesting to note. Uh, in, during this um, study that we've had through the week as well, uh, along with all the many things that we learn alongside that as well. Uh, so thank you so much for listening this week. Hope you enjoyed our studies about the book of Esther. Uh, tomorrow we will have our usual Monday episode where if we have any listener comments, then we'll share those. But uh, we'll also study something that is uh, separate uh, from the Come Follow Me uh, materials. And then we'll dive into the book of Job uh, from next Tuesday. So don't miss that, uh, and it'd be great to uh, hear your thoughts on what you've studied along these things as well. Uh, uh, at our Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your time, and until we meet again.